ओम श्री गुरुभ्यो नमः वेलकम टू वैदिक हेरिटेज बस्टिंग द मिथ ऑफ वैदिक एस्ट्रोलॉजी सीरीज इन दिस सीरीज आई विल एंडेवर टू आंसर द क्वेश्चन इज ज्योतिष शास्त्र सुपरस्टिशन और साइंस ऑल इंडियंस हैव ग्रोन अप विद द इन्फ्लुएंस ऑफ ज्योतिषा इन सम वे और द अदर इन देयर लाइफ बट सिंस मोस्ट ऑफ अस नो नथिंग अबाउट इट वी डू नॉट नो वेदर टू बिलीव इन इट और नॉट In fact most of us today consider jyotisha a superstition but i ask you how can we judge a field before we know its contents that is why i started to explore jyotisha shastra and i propose to explain the field to you and you can decide for yourself whether it is indeed superstition since it is a vast field this episode is just an introduction let's start with the word superstition Superstition is defined as a widely held but irrational belief in supernatural influences. We already know that Jyotisha is a widely held belief among Hindus. So my quest here is only to see if this field indeed has irrational ideas of supernatural influences. So what is Jyotisha Shastra? Jyotisha means the science of light or heavenly body. and shastra means the sacred book of knowledge in a particular field i use the word jyotisha instead of astrology because astrology is only one part of jyotisha jyotisha shastra is mentioned as a distinct discipline of study by the chandogya upanishad which is part of the vedas for those who do not know vedas are the oldest compendium of knowledge of the hindus which form the basis for the indian way of life The Vedas are cryptic by design and therefore difficult to comprehend without the help of six auxiliary disciplines the Vedanga. Vedanga means parts or limbs of the Vedas. So as a limb of the Veda we see that Vedanga Jyotisha Shastra has been practiced as long back as the time of Vedic civilization which is many millennia old. This establishes the fact that Jyotisha is a very ancient field of study. since it is practiced even today it is a field that has stood the test of time the vedas are devoted to the knowledge of the self and all of creation as a limb of the vedas the fundamental purpose of jyotisha shastra appears to have been a quest to understand the world we live in not by looking around us but by looking up at the sky to figure out our place in the universe as a whole chandogya upanishad mentions that the field of jyotisha has an independent body of knowledge on a variety of subjects these varied subjects of study can be grouped under some broad headings the main topics are astronomy astrology theology art architecture and philosophy astronomy is the research on celestial objects and the physical universe astrology is the study of universe's effect on human life theology is a simplified approach for the common man where the main celestial objects are revered as gods and astronomical concepts are explained as their powers using stories and symbolism art is the personification of celestial bodies through symbolic iconography as sculpture paintings and drawings and architecture and vastu shastra are the study of directions space and materials 
for their physical and energy properties this knowledge is used to build structures which can enhance energy be it in humble homes or exalted temples philosophy is the study of the fundamental nature of existence triggered by the research of the universe as well as the human connection to it jyotisha had its own philosophy too with this brief overview we can see that jyotisha shastra was a serious discipline of study encompassing a diverse range of subjects originally the vedanga jyotisha texts are mentioned to have been a million verses in number but only 400000 have survived till today as we can see not all the subjects within jyotisha can be classified as science by modern definition science is defined as the systematic study through observation and experiment so if we are to explore if jyotisha fits the description of science we need to look at the subjects within it which fit these criteria since both astronomy and astrology the main topics of study in jyotisha shastra involve observation analysis and experimentation let us explore them astronomy can be broadly called the study of all celestial bodies seen from earth the earth's position in the solar system its movement around the sun the relationship between sun moon and earth the neighboring planets and the visible constellations were the main topics of study in jyotisha astronomy encompasses the study of the three dimensions of space as well as the fourth called time time is considered an integral factor because it influences everything therefore within astronomy we see that time keeping was an important area of study apart from astronomy and time keeping jyotisha shastra had another important area of knowledge derived through the research on the effects of celestial bodies on earth and humans in particular this is the field of astrology you may wonder how i have added astrology to the domain of science astrology is based on astronomy and time keeping and seems to have a very clear methodology just as psychology has slowly moved from the domain of arts into that of science over the years once i explain the nature of it you will see that astrology too will fit quite well into the description of science now let me broadly explain these two fields astronomy every civilization has looked to the sky to organize their life the natural outcome of astronomy is the calculation of time and the development of a calendar the sun and moon help us calculate days months years as well as time understanding and plotting the arrival of seasons must have helped to plan migrations and crop cultivation and understanding the constellations would have helped to navigate at night thus every civilization has formed some kind of calendar and sky map this is basic astronomy in jyotisha shastra we see a more developed system with accurate details of earth's revolution and rotation movements of the moon and constellations diameters and orbital periods of neighboring planets descriptions of lunar nodes even pole star rotations and the wobble of the earth the texts describe a very highly developed knowledge of astronomy which is equal to and sometimes better than today's modern knowledge in this field 
plotting the Hindu calendar involved complex mathematical and geometrical calculations. In fact, Indian mathematics was highly evolved and was pursued specifically in order to support the growth of astronomy and other Vedic practices, not so much as an individual field of knowledge. Now, let's see the field of astrology. Astrology is the study of the effects of the celestial bodies on earth as a whole as well as on individual humans. This is the predictive aspect called Phalita Jyotisha. Phalita means that which fructifies. The definition of Phalita Jyotisha is Karma Phala Vipaka Kala Vidhanam. It means the set of rules for timing the fruition of past actions. It is based on the doctrine of karma which states that every action has an appropriate result. One's actions in the past lives determine the path of future lives, whether it be fortune or misfortune. Normally, we can neither predict the result of an action nor its timing of fruition. But using Jyotisha Shastra, through the construction of a horoscope and other methods, the type of earlier karma committed can be read and the time and nature of its result too can be predicted. In many cases, remedies too are suggested to soften or mitigate bad consequences. This field is Phalita Jyotisha, otherwise called Vedic Astrology. Astrology thus involves charting birth charts, horoscopes for places, individuals or communities in order to predict their past, present and future. Another aspect of Phalita Jyotisha is the use of Panchanga, the almanac, to predict good and bad times as well as to choose auspicious times for the performance of specific tasks. This is the field of timekeeping. Timekeeping, although born of astronomy and astrology, by itself is an important branch of Jyotisha. The Hindu calendar is lunisolar which means that the movements of the sun and moon are both used, giving both flexibility and accuracy for specific purposes. The Hindu almanac Panchanga is a unique calendar because it serves both as a daily calendar as well as an astronomical almanac. It has details of planetary movements on a daily basis and can be used to determine the quality of each day in order to decide on auspicious times to perform specific tasks. The Vedic civilization laid great importance on the performance of specific tasks at specified times. Yagnas and other rituals which played an integral part of Vedic life could only be performed at very specific auspicious times called muhurtas. Even today, every important Hindu occasion, rite and ritual is performed only after consulting the Panchanga for an appropriate time. Timekeeping, therefore, is the third important area of Jyotisha. In conclusion, Vedic Jyotisha Shastra was the detailed study of the sky's astronomy, which led to the development of the Vedic calendar. The calendar was used for two purposes, to determine auspicious muhurtas for the performance of yagnas, rites and rituals, and to prepare astrological charts for the prediction of events past, present and future. Today, timekeeping and astrology are the most common fields of study. In fact, most Hindus do not know much about the role of astronomy in Jyotisha at all. 
I hope I have managed to describe the basis of these fields in a simple manner. With this, I conclude the basic introduction of Jyotisha Shastra. I will take up the topics of astronomy, timekeeping and astrology in further episodes to explore the nature of each of these subjects and whether they constitute science or superstition. So, do join me in further episodes as I continue to answer the question, is Jyotisha superstition or science? If you enjoyed this episode, please share with friends and family. Thanks for joining me in this journey of discovery. Hari Om.